0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It's Tribe Time now. Welcome to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. tribe Tribe Talk is brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance.
2: everyone welcome to Tribe Talk Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend as we join you from Fenway Park in Boston the Indians annual trip which they did not make a year ago to the covid shortened season but they're back in New England this weekend taking on the Red Sox and we will talk more about the series opener on Friday night in just a little bit with our Week in Review. Coming up later on in the show, we will visit with Tribe shortstop Ahmed Rosario, pitcher Zach Pleszak and Blake Parker, as well as Indians catcher Austin Hedges. All coming up on this week's edition of Tribe Talk presented by Progressive. But first, our Week in Review, and after an off day on Monday... It was the Indians in Kansas City to open up the road swing with a three-game series against the Royals, and Tuesday night could not have gone much better for Ahmed Rosario as he got it started in the first inning. Junis,
1: the 0-1, swung on this one, tipped pretty well toward the right. Olivares on the run into the corner, reaches out, ball banks off the wall. Ricochets back toward right. He's down on the seat of his pants. Hitting third is Rosario. He is going to come home. He's got an inside the park home run standing. How about that? Ahmed Rosario with an inside the park home run down the right field line. Going into the corner was Olivares. He couldn't make the catch. The ball ricocheted off the wall back towards straightaway right, and then Olivares fell down. And then there was no chance to get Ahmed Rosario, and the Indians lead 1-0 on the
2: inside the park home run. How about that? It wasn't even close at home plate either. In the fifth, Rosario is back up with two runners on. Here's his pitch. There goes Straw. The pitch is swung on line. Base hit left center. That'll score Johnson. Straw's flying to third, and they're going to wave him. He's heading home. Here comes the relay, and he scores! Head first slide just ahead of the tag. Miles Straw scores from first on a single off the bat of Ahmed Rosario. It turns into a two-run single for Rosario, and the Indians lead it 3-0. Meanwhile, on the mound, Zach Pleszak was especially sharp in this one as uh, he was looking for a bright spot to his season, and it certainly appeared that way on Tuesday night. Now the 2-2. Swing and a missed ball got
1: away. Hedges claims it. Throws to first. Strikeout number seven for Zach Plisak. Whit Merrifield didn't bother to run. He's not happy.
2: Royals frustrated and Plisak dominant. In the seventh, once again, it was Ahmed Rosario, this time with a more conventional home run. The 0 1 pitch.
1: Swung on, hit pretty well to dead center.
2: Taylor on the
1: run. Taylor on the track. Leaps at the wall. It's gone! A two-run home run to center field. Ahmed Rosario, a four-hit game, a five-RBI game. He has driven in every Indians run, and it's five nothing Indians here in the seventh. Folks, it is 410 feet to dead center, and Ahmed Rosario cleared that wall. So he has a multi-homer game, one with his legs, one with his muscles.
2: And then Bobby Bradley sealed the deal in the eighth inning.
1: Now the 1-0 pitch. Swung in and hammered. High, deep to right, away, back and gone. Bobby Bradley with another moonshot down the right field line. And the Indians lead it seven to nothing. And Bobby Bradley has his 12th homer, giving him 28 RBIs. And did he tee off down the right field line? A majestic blast to put the Indians up
2: seven. And in the ninth, it was one final at bat for Rosario. Davis's pitch swung on a dribbler to third, charged by Revere, bare hand grab,
1: no play. Five-hit game for Ahmed Rosario. And a big smile as he raises his right arm to the sky, looking into the Indians' third-base dugout. Well, let's see. The last time up, hit one 420 feet. This time up, eh, let's go 60 feet down the third-base line. Second
2: career, five-hit game for Ahmed Rosario. The Royals broke up the shutout bid with a two-run ninth, but 7-2 was the final as the Indians won the series opener. On to Wednesday, and this time it took extra innings, but the Indians would get it done again in what has turned into a lopsided season series with the Royals. Kansas City came out firing, scoring single runs in the first, second, and fourth innings to take a 3-0 lead. But in the fifth, the Indians broke through with Andres Jimenez at the plate. Now the 2-2. Swung on. There's a high fly ball left center. This is hit well. Long run for Taylor. Still going. Oh, and he can't get to it. It bounces off his glove. Up against the fence it goes. Two runs will score as Zimmer comes across, followed by Ramirez. And Jimenez is into second base with a two-run double to deep left center. Well, I think Taylor got there after a long, long run but he just could not haul it in as he got to the warning track. And Jimenez will take it. A two-out, two-run double puts the Indians on the board, and it's now Kansas City three, but the Tribe two. That double by Jimenez was later changed to an error on Michael Taylor in right field, but it didn't change the outcome. The Indians scoring twice, and that set the table in the seventh with the Indians down by a run for Yu Chang as a pinch hitter. Chang trying to get the Indians started here in the seventh. The pitch to
1: him. And he sends a drive to deep left. Down the line it curls. It is a home run. Yu Chang with a pinch hit home run. A line drive that hooked down the left field line and got out of here. And Yu Chang with his seventh home run. As a pinch hitter this year,
2: He was one for 15 The game remained tied at three into extra innings. After the Indians failed to score in the top half of the 10th inning, Blake Parker worked into a jam in the bottom of the 10th, loading the bases with nobody out, and the heart of the Kansas City Royals order, due up. Olivares edging down the line at third. Parker will
1: check him. Check second. And the pitch... Hit in the air on the right side of the infield again. How about this? Bobby Bradley gives way. Yu Chang makes the catch. What a job by Blake Parker. Bases loaded nobody out with 3-4-5 and
2: five at the plate, and he got out of it. Incredible. Great work by Parker, and then in the 11th, Austin Hedges, batting with two outs, broke the tie. 3-3 three,
1: three in the 11th, two
2: out, two on.
1: The 1-1 offering. Swung on a little floater into shallow right. Racing out as Santana can't make the catch. Drops in, a base hit. In to score. The go-ahead run is Daniel Johnson. And flying into third is Bobby Bradley. A bloop single into shallow right by catcher Austin Hedges. And the Indians have taken the lead by a score of 4-3. to three.
2: And little insurance is always nice, and Yu Chang delivered. Irvin Santana, the pitch, swung on, drilled to left, base hit near the
1: line, Chang's delivered again, it'll roll to the wall, that'll score Bradley, heads is around third, he's being waved home, he is out by 22 feet, he went in head first, but he was out by a mile, tag was made by Perez,
2: but the Indians are able to pick up a couple of big runs here in the 11th, In the bottom of the 11th, with Emmanuel Classe already having pitched in the 9th, Trevor Steffen got an opportunity for his first Major League save. Steffen's ready. Here it comes. And
1: Dozier. A swing and a miss. Pumped a fastball by him. And another come-from-behind win for the Indians. They have now beaten the Kansas City Royals 10 straight times here in 2021
2: as the Indians, in 11, beat Kansas City 5-3. So the Indians would go for the series sweep on Thursday night, and they tried to make it 11 in a row on the season against the Royals. Now the Royals took the lead again with a run in the second, but Tristan McKenzie didn't let that bother him, and he really locked it in.
1: The 0-2. Check swing in the high heat. He didn't go. Indians starting off the field. McKenzie has to stop. And take the throw back instead. He thought the inning was over, and it looked like Perez went around. But if you're Salvador Perez, I guess you get that call. One nothing Royals, two down, nobody on, third inning. Now the wind. Now the one two pitch from McKenzie to the Royals catcher. He got him swinging again on a fastball. McKenzie said, "I'll strike you out on the same pitch." High heater, got him.
2: Boy, McKenzie looks good. Four strikeouts. In the fifth, the Indians got to Mike Miner. The first two men reached, and then Owen Miller stepped in. Miller, with men in scoring position, he's just 3 for 31 Trying to remedy that right here and knock that tying run in from third base with nobody out. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, and that's launched. High and deep to left. Way back there, and it is a home run. Owen Miller down the left field line. And he does indeed come through with men in scoring position, clearing the bases with his fourth home run of the season. And the Indians grab the lead, 3-1. In the eighth, the Indians added an insurance run as Yu Chang's hot series continued. Runner at second, two down in the eighth. The pitch to Yu Chang.
1: Swung on, shot through the hole on the right side, another base hit. That is going to score... Jose Ramirez and Yu Chang's excellent series continues. A clutch two-out RBI single to right. The Indians now leading in this ballgame by a score of 4-1. to one. And Chang with another opposite field base hit. And the Indians, Yu
2: Chang in this series, has banged out four hits, knocked in three runs. And in the ninth, Emmanuel Classe, he did give up a run for the first time in forever, in fact, uh, since his first appearance coming out of the All-Star break. But he was able to recover and close out the win.
1: Classe sets. Here's the 1-1 delivery. And O'Hearn swings and skies it to center. This will do it. Miles Straw is there. And ballgame. The Indians have swept the Royals. They have beaten them a club record 11 consecutive times. The final tonight...
2: The Tribe 4, the Royals 2. So the Indians took three in a row from the Royals. It was on to Boston to open up a three-game series Friday night. And the Red Sox snapped a three-all tie with a five-run bottom half of the seventh inning. And they went on to the 8-5 win. That's our Week in Review. When we come back, we'll visit with Ahmed Rosario after this short break on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio
0: Network.
2: rosenhouse back with you at fenway park it's tribe talk presented by progressive on the indians radio network from uh, new england this weekend great to have you with us talking baseball on the radio and well a bright spot in that indians lineup really uh, a good portion of the season but especially so since the all-star break has been ahmed rosario he had a huge night tuesday in kansas city a pair of home runs five hits total one of the home runs was an inside the parker and uh, when we caught up with Rosario with some translation help from Augie Rivero, Rosario says regarding that inside the park home run, he was going for it all the way.
3: Everybody knows that I'm an aggressive uh, player. You know, obviously I, I try to get out of the box as quickly as possible. So as soon as I saw that the ball bounce the wall, obviously I knew it was going to be more like a double or triple. But then when I saw the third the base coach winging me home, I just put the last speed and get up to a home plate.
2: You mentioned being aggressive, and you are. I mean, it just seems like that is such a big part of your game. Right out of the box, on everything, you're running hard. Not everybody does that. Was there something maybe early in your career, whether it's major leagues or minor leagues, a coach who, who said, hey, if you do this, it will be great for your game?
3: Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people who advise me throughout my career. But, you know, when you're between the lines, there's very little things that you can control during the game. The only thing you can control is your effort and your hustle, and I think that's something I like to control because that's something I can do. So once I'm there, I always try to provide the hustle and the run. And certainly that helps you. Your
2: teammates have commented about it as, as you bring the energy every day, and it helps them. Do you feel that, that, that you can help your teammates too?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think it's, you know, like uh, people really, my team teammates enjoy that energy. And I always keep in mind that a lot of people would like to be in the position that I am. So I feel really fortunate to play. And, and if you're going to play, why not make it fun and why not do your best? So When you look at last night, a five-hit game with a, a ton of
2: RBIs, your, your career best for RBIs in one game, and you joined some shortstops as Drupal Cabrera has done it for the Indians... Uh, some others along the way. Grady Sizemore had the only other game or most recent with an inside-the-park home run and an outside-the-park home run. Do you look at some of the others who have done that and, and some of those lists that they compiled after a game like last night to kind of gauge where you're at in history?
3: Yeah, I, just, I just was able to see a little bit of like what was done, but I didn't get too much into detail. I just only was able to see what people share on the, on the social media.
2: The stretch you've been in. yet a wonderful month of August and uh, you've had a, a really good year. When you look at, at the year as a whole, and I know it's not done yet, but what do you think has allowed you to have the season you've had, perhaps the best that you've had in the Major League so far, uh, at this point in time? What have you learned along the way that's helped you this season?
3: Continua la rutina y creo que I think it's a combination of you know, sticking to your routines, the importance of the daily routines, but also most importantly combining the, your routines with the enjoyment of the game, having fun with the guys, uh, you know, keeping it loose and enjoying with them in the dugout and, and, and with all, all the teammates, I, I think that's a great combination to have a year that they want to have. It was fun to watch. Gracias, Ahmed. Thank you.
2: Augie, thank you. Thank you, guys. Good stuff from Ahmed Rosario and what a a boost he has been to that Indians lineup and and just his energy that he brings to the game daily has been a big help to this Indians ball club that remains over the 500 mark heading into the weekend stay with us when we come back we'll talk pitching with Zach Pleszak and Blake Parker that's next on the Cleveland Clinic Indians radio network Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Fenway Park in Boston where the Indians and Red Sox meet again, 410 first pitch Saturday afternoon and wrap up the series at one ten on Sunday. And don't forget, coming up this week, a lot of Tribe baseball at home as the Indians return home after the Boston series to open up the seven-game homestand, four with the Minnesota Twins, and the game times in September, Monday through Thursday. Bump up an hour to 6:10 instead of 7:10 at Progressive Field. So come on out to the ballpark an hour earlier to catch the Indians and Twins Monday through Thursday nights. And then interleague play. The Milwaukee Brewers, one of the best clubs in the National League. They'll be in town next weekend at Progressive Field. And you can pick up your tickets on the ballpark app or at Indians.com slash tickets. Well, pitching has been a big key for the Indians, and starting pitching has begun to come around once again. Most notably, Zach Pleszak with seven shutout innings on Tuesday in Kansas City. He got
4: the win, and he talked about what made the outing a success. Yeah, you know, it came down to just executing the fastball. You know, I think early finding the feel letting off the gas pedal a little bit just so i can ensure i was hitting the plate on the edge you know and once i found where that release was i was able to kind of start ticking up my fastball and i was able to put it where i wanted to and start blowing it past guys but early really it was just establishing command on both sides of the plate so they would respect you know the off speed down in the zone
2: and we talked to austin hedges on last night's warm-up show and, and he mentioned he, he said well executing that fastball command is is going to be key and how do you guys arrive at that that you might go heavy fastball early is that something you just go over scouting reports or is it
4: based more on on how you feel about things yeah you kind of just go out there with with your with what you got and then you see how they react to each pitch you know I think you're kind of building throughout the game an idea of what their approach is and you know as the game went on we started them with the off speed and finish them with the fastball as early we had to start them with the fastball and then we put some guys away with the off speed so you know just really being able to key in on those adjustments that they're trying to make and then execute your adjustment counter counter to them so yeah hedges obviously is so, super good at that and you know so he, he called a great game
2: sack you you missed some time and i'm sure you'd like to come back and just pick up where you left off and, and everything's great but um How about that? The process of of trying to get where you want to be. How difficult can it be to be patient, even when you see maybe your pitches are, are where you'd like them to be, but but it's just not coming together quite quite the way you like.
4: Yeah, I mean it's it's hard. Like it's hard to remain patient, and you know this has got to come to a time where you understand yourself. You know, I think I've built enough confidence and understand that I do have the ability to go out here and get anybody in the league out. You know, and if I can continue every day just to stick with the routines and feel good about where I'm at. I think that's going to be the most important thing because the last thing you want is to start losing confidence and then you start reevaluating who you are and all these kind of things. So really just staying true and just believing and just continuing to work, work and try to get better every day, you know, so taking every day. And after every day gets added up, you know, you get to where you are and you get over that hump and you try to stay in, in the graces. So, you mentioned something
2: really interesting in the beginning here about holding back a little bit so that you could hit your spots. And in this game, it seems like today everyone's trying to reach for velocity, and it's important and all that kind of stuff. But how much confidence do you have that you can hit your spots at whatever velocity it needs to be?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it really just comes down to our team giving us a chance to win you know really I mean my job out there is to go and not overthrow my job out there is to go and command the zone and create a game plan with the catcher and you know read these hitters and try to get everyone out so you know as we do that each game could vary you know I think there's different approaches but my, my foot is on the gas it's not you know don't don't maybe not think about you know the velo not being all the way on the gas it's really just um mindset into factoring factoring into how i'm going to get these guys out so really that goes into just my game plan and executing fastballs was what we had to do and if the ball's in
2: play the indians especially in the outfield defensively have improved tremendously Uh, what do you see out there especially when you're pitching and and how does that maybe change your approach knowing that that a gapper might not be a gapper the way guys are running them down right now
4: yeah they're playing great defense we've covered i mean we're playing the best defense i've ever seen us play so it's brings my confidence up and um it's just awesome to see those guys really find their stride and make plays and the confidence is there you know after what happened to naylor almost kind of the confidence of everybody was just a little weary at first you know um i think we've kind of got to the point where we're back to who we are so we're playing great ball having fun with this group oh yeah that's a lot of fun i think we're going to push the last month of the season and see what we can get get to all right,
2: Zach, nice going on Tuesday. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. is Zach Zach, who will pitch again on Sunday here at Fenway Park in Boston against the Red Sox as he looks to finish strong and really put together a nice September. Now, in the bullpen, it's been a, a- – A really varied collection of arms down there. There's a lot of young arms, pitchers in their first year in the major leagues, but there are some savvy veterans down there as well, including Brian Shaw, who's back for a second go-round with the Indians at the age of 33, and Blake Parker at the age of 36. Although, as we'll learn, his arm is only 33 because he didn't pitch in college, but uh, Blake has been a, a real boon to the Tribe's bullpen and has taken over, in, in some cases, that set-up role with James Karinchek now down at Columbus. Parker got the win Wednesday night in Kansas City. That was the 11-inning victory for the Tribe. He pitched in the 10th, and uh, before he could really get settled in, the bases were loaded with nobody out, and somehow he managed to escape and send the game to the 11th inning, and that's where the Indians won it. But that uh, escape act in the in the 10th, it was uh, something else, and we asked him about how he got out of it the next day.
5: Uh, those are the those are the moments we live for in the in the world of baseball. You want to you want to be out there when the game's on the line, especially for a reliever. Um, it means that obviously the team trusts you, the manager trusts you, and, and uh, normally the guys are playing their hardest in the in the ninth inning uh, when the game's on the line. So it's good to have that little extra bit of energy. Um, but you know, it's felt I felt good. I felt good out there. It was a situation I've been in a couple times before since they implemented the new rule. I think that was my third time in the the, uh, 10th inning with the runner on second, and I've been successful all three times. I think it's just the approach, you know, stick to the approach, stick to the game plan, uh, what you're trying to do to these guys, where your strengths are, um, executing pitches on top of all that and and letting the chips fall where they may, and and it it just so happened to work out last night. It seems like you've been getting better and better as the season has gone
2: along, which is saying a lot because it's been a good year overall for you. Um, Because you you rely on that splitter a lot, is that something where – The more you throw and the more you pitch, the better it
5: gets. It's definitely a feel pitch. It's definitely something that uh, the more you throw it, then you have a little bit of confidence with it. Um, You start to just keep it rolling, Um, have a good feel for it, have a good feel for the pitch. It starts to get a little bit more comfortable in your hand. Um, You can place it where you want it to. You can throw it with conviction to lefties, to righties, and get strikeouts with it at the same time. So, um, yeah, just staying confident with it. When it's feeling good, just keep ripping it. Blake Parker joining us,
2: got the win last night for the tribe, and Blake, uh, you're one of the elder statesmen out there in that bullpen with Brian Shaw and Trevor Steffen. Got the save last night, and I know he's been working on some things that have somewhat similarities in terms of trying to throw a splitter. Um, how much do you embrace that role of of trying to help younger pitchers out and show them the ropes?
5: I love it. I uh, uh, dating back to college, I was going to be a coach, you know, type. Uh, Kinesiology K through twelve teaching coaching was my subcategory, but it's always been a role that I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed uh, trying to pass on any knowledge that I've learned or any any uh, you know I say tips and you know just shortcuts of pitching that I wish I would have known when I was their age. So yeah, it, it, I love having a uh, a group, especially as such a talented group of young guys, to try to try to put my hand on a little bit and try to you know just. In part, a little bit of what i've learned in my experience in pro ball trevor and i have a uh, arkansas connection there so we we met up in spring training we we hit it off pretty well and and it's good to see him and get his confidence going as far as that goes on the mound um, we we obviously see what he what the electric type stuff that he has and once he gets that confidence going with this split i know he'll take off even more than he, he already
2: has When you look at your career, it took you a long time to to finally get established in the major leagues. And and as recently as 2017, I know you mentioned you weren't sure that you would be in the big leagues the whole year. So you did something unusual. Uh, You got a camper, and and that was your hotel, apartment, house, rental house. That was how you lived that summer. Why did you do that, and and how did it go?
5: Yeah, 17, I was coming off a year with the Yankees. which uh, they let me go, and, and I kind of bounced back and forth off of waivers um, between a f- couple teams, landed with the, with the Angels, um, and they had actually designated me for assignment that offseason. I cleared waivers with the Angels. So I was coming in on a non-roster type guy, and, and I actually had a, a pretty good spring. I pitched pretty well, and uh, I had bought, a, uh, bought an RV. I bought a fifth-wheel travel trailer fully expecting to be back and forth, make the trip, because in four, 20, 2014, I went back and forth seven times between AAA, so I had known that all too well, and I, I knew that uh, L.A. life was not uh, cheap uh, rent, so I thought I could save a few bucks there, and you know, for hopefully what would be one of my first longer seasons in the big leagues, I could save a little money on the backside. And here you are, 36,
2: still going strong, And uh, but you brought up a good point the other day, it- you may be 36, but
5: your arm is not. What is the theory behind that? Sure. Well, I didn't pitch at all in college. You know, I was uh, I was I was I was in. It came into Arkansas as a freshman as a catcher, first base, outfield type guy. Um, so I came into pro ball, got drafted as a catcher, and you know, three. Uh, so the whole three. I'm sorry, I'm stuttering here. The three years of college, I didn't even pitch at all. So I say that I got three years of extra life on my arm, but we'll see about that. Well, the Indians are glad you do. It's going well. Thanks a lot, Blake. Alright, thank you very much.
2: That's Blake Parker. What a, what a career in, in professional baseball as well as the major leagues. and uh, You get the feeling he really appreciates everything that's going on right now at the age of 36. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll visit with the always entertaining Austin Hedges, Tribe Catcher. That's next as we wrap up Tribe Talk after this timeout.
0: Come on! game time now. Are you ready to rock? Are you ready to scream and shout? Let's crank up the noise. It's game time now. If I learned one thing from this great game of baseball, it's that she'll humble you. You think you've got it figured out, you check the standings, and you're in last place again. I'm Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM, and I can put my team in position to win every single time, but I can't play the games, people. At least Progressive's Name Your Price tool has options based on my budget. It never lets me down, unlike my pitching staff. Amateurs!
1: Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Part of the got a pretty good lead. There he goes. Pitches, check swing, throw by Hedges a beauty. They got him. Ahmed Rosario put the tag on, and France stayed put at third. Boy, it looked like a good jump for Dylan Moore, but a better throw by Austin Hedges. Now the 2-2. Swung and hit high. Deep to left. Down the line it goes. It is a home run. We are tied at five. Austin Hedges (laughs) snuck it inside the foul pole down the left field line. And we've got a 5-5 game on Hedges' seventh home run of the year. There was no question about the distance. Would it stay fair? And it did. And the Indians just keep coming back against the Red Sox and have finally
2: tied it. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Fenway Park in Boston where the Indians and Red Sox meet again, 4 first pitch Saturday afternoon and wrap up the series at one ten on Sunday afternoon. Austin Hedges has had some big hits for the Indians this week alone, a home run that tied the ball game on the way to an eventual win over the Red Sox last Sunday in Cleveland. A game-tying blast at Fenway Park on Friday night in a game the Red Sox won, but uh, boy, it just seems like when he comes through, it comes at key times, and he did it with a game-winning base hit in extra innings on uh, Wednesday night over in Kansas City, so a lot of good stuff going on. He's been doing a lot of catching lately as Wilson Ramos suffered a season-ending injury last Sunday, and... Hedges talked about what it's like to have to come into a game without any notice and try and produce. That's what he did on Sunday with that game tying home run late after not starting that game.
6: Yeah I think I mean it's it's almost impossible to just you know be fully ready because like it takes a you know something crazy like what happened to Wilson for you to really come into the game. Um, But I mean I'm trying to watch it. I mean ideally you're just watching the game. You know you're cheering for your teammates and um, you know you're you're basically ready whenever your name's called on you got to get going and um, a lot of times when you kind of get ambushed like that honestly it helps a little bit because it's just you, you just get thrown into the fire and it's time to it's time to go I, I know you're supposed to take every at-bat the same
2: but it seems like you have come up with some huge hits this season uh, anything to that focus wise when you're coming up in a big spot
6: I mean I I, I just want to win ball games I just I want to I want to help the team win and um you know ideally i'm treating every at bat the same but you know then you come in the come up in those big situations um it just matters a little bit more and um you know for whatever reason i feel like uh i've been able to have a good approach in those situations
2: the game winning run scores on a, a crazy interference call on a, a base running play you ever seen that before where, where the game is decided on that type of play
6: no man, I, uh, that's that's the first i've seen to, to really decide a game and I mean, for us in that situation, it was nice to tie the game, but we definitely want to, didn't want to go out there and play a bunch of extra innings. We've been playing some extra inning games lately, and um, I mean, that was just a big run, big clutch hit by Changer, so we could uh, so we can go on and win. Austin, at the
2: position you play, obviously there, there are dangers involved, and we saw uh, Wilson Ramos go down. As someone who plays that position, uh, what is your reaction when you see that, especially knowing what it takes to, to
6: be prepared and to play that position well? it's tough man it's tough to watch it's tough to you just know that it's a reality i mean i've dealt with some things this year that are you know like head injuries that are scary man like you we 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 go out there and as catchers we play a position that's it's putting your body on the line on you know on a daily basis on a pitch by pitch basis so um i mean i hate to see something you know like that happen to a, a great guy in wilson um and that's just sadly the reality of the position we play but um you know it's why uh, I feel like it's why it's a uh, it's a sought after position,
2: and, and you'll be leaned on certainly in this series until reinforcements can get here on a regular basis. Uh, do you do anything different prep wise to, to be ready to go for the game?
6: No, I mean I, I prepare every day to play whether I'm playing or not. I'm I'm preparing to to be the best that I can be. So if I, if I'm playing, I, nothing really changes. If I'm not playing, I'm still preparing to you know come in if I if if my name gets called upon. And this team, uh, obviously, a win Sunday that.
2: Uh, was come from behind exciting it seems like there's been a lot of those uh, you've been here for almost a, a full year now uh, what has this experience been like for you in terms of, of getting to know your teammates and feeling good about the ball club
6: I love playing here I love uh, you know I love the city I love our teammates I love the staff from from top to bottom it's just a, it's an organization that makes you feel feel loved and welcome. and um, you know it's been an incredible year and this has been an incredible season and you know we're at 500 and uh, we want to keep going, and uh, there, there's still a month left of baseball, and we have high expectations of ourselves. Zach, please. Zach going tonight. How about the scouting report? What do we have on Zach? You know, Zach's just a great pitch executor. So, you know, against a lineup like like these guys here in Kansas City, uh, he's gonna have to go execute his pitches, specifically his fastball. If his fastball is executed to both sides of the plate and up and down, um, then we can then we can use our off speed pitches to uh, to pitch off of that. So, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to some good fastball execution tonight. All right, Austin. Thanks a lot for coming. by. I appreciate it. All right, thank you.
2: That is tribe catcher Austin Hedges, and that's going to do it for this week's edition of Tribe Talk. Thanks so much for tuning in, and thanks, as always, to Brian Motze for helping to put together our show each week back at Command Center. Until next week, when we join you from back home at Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Tribe Talk, presented by Progressive on the Cleveland Clinic Indians radio network.
1: Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance.